Good afternoon. My name is Devin Holson. I got a lot to say in a little bit of time. It is a beautiful Saturday afternoon at that low humidity. Absolutely no chance of precipitation or rain, uh, considering there is absolutely no clouds in the sky. Yankees about to take on the Red Sox in Game 2 at Fenway in the most crucial series, as they say, of the season, which always arises. The most crucial series of the season. That gets thrown around very loosely, and it gets uh, used from series to series, especially late in the year. So no coincidence here, no uh, mystery here. This season, uh, this series does mean a whole t- bunch, a whole ton. So Yankees took Game 1 of the, of, uh, the three-game set. With Boston Red Sox, they won 8-3 yesterday, which was a good game. If you're a Yankee fan, uh, in the beginning, it was a very frustrating game if you're a Boston fan. Uh, but if you're a Yankee fan, there's nothing better than seeing that happen in Fenway. So, for those who are, for those who are Yankee fans. But I want to talk briefly about something because, again, the Yankees are about to begin any minute now. It's 4.04 p.m. on this Saturday afternoon. Yankees start at 4.10, so I'll be. this will be... Um, spilling over into the start time of the Yankees but I just want to get this in because life is busy and I think this really needs to be said before I move on and do other things in fact let's go watch the game together so Garrett Cole let's just we have to talk about him something's going on with him Uh, he does not look sharp whatsoever his last start against Cleveland in five and two-thirds he gave up ten hits and seven earned runs Uh, what is going on that's the second time this year he's given up seven earned runs uh, then he followed up that start with a pretty good one. After giving up seven at Tampa, he followed up with a pretty good performance. Uh, really good f- performance against L.A., which we'll get to later because he wound up having a really great performance against L.A. once again. Uh, before that, I mean shortly after that. But what I'm getting at, enough with the nonsense, Garrett Cole did not look sharp. Yes, he got the win, but he did not look sharp in the six innings of work. He looked like he was nibbling. He looked like he was not able to establish his fastball. And something was bugging me out. I kept seeing very early in the game, he's throwing a slider in his changeup. Within the first batter of the game, he's throwing sliders, changeups, all-speed pitches. It was not really establishing his fastball. Now, could it be because Boston is number one overall in batting average with a 311 batting average in balls in play? So anytime they hit the ball, it's they have the highest chance that that ball is going to be a hit. With a 311 batting average. Boston has always had a great hitting team. There's one thing about them. It's always been a mystery of solving their pitching woes. But but scoring runs has never been an issue. Whether it be that they have their ballpark, which is a friendly confines for hitters. Uh, is usually a high scoring affair when they're pl- when the games are played in Boston. Or an end, or, or both, it could be the fact that Boston just has a good hitting lineup. Which if you look at them now, they have studs throughout the lineup. So, at least in the middle of that lineup. And they now serve up a guy, Kike Hernandez, who can hit the ball and who's having a career year, in a sense. So, I was watching a game yesterday, and I'm thinking, why is Garrett Cole something? Doesn't, I'm, I'm going crap. I'm like, what is he doing? Why is he not throwing his fastball for strikes? Why is he nibbling? He looked very uncomfortable. Something was off about him. Now, again, he got roughed up in his last start against Cleveland. He has seven earned runs, which was a ton. He gave up a couple home runs, uh, which is... a He's done that. Last time he did that was against Boston at Boston, and he gave up five earned runs. Interesting. So maybe that was maybe that was the case. He knows he had he know he had he has some uh, uncomfortable place. That's a very uncomfortable place for pitchers to to pitch in. 
Uh, it's a challenging place for pitchers to pitch in. Not necessarily uncomfortable. I mean, it is uncomfortable depending who it is. Pretty sure like a guy like Max Scherzer, uh, things don't phase him. You have to have an elite mindset to go into places like that that are very hostile and not be rattled by the environment. So um, Garrett Cole, who yesterday, or in general, wears his heart on his sleeve. And it's no mystery to, to, uh, to find out how Garrett Cole is feeling on any given day, or at least on his pitching day. Because when he's not pitching, the guy is all over the place, chit chat and talk, and looks like a great teammate, or seems to be a great teammate. But when he's pitching, he's locked in. But when he's on the mound and things don't look too well, you can see it. You can see the frustration. He looked uncomfortable. He looked a little intimidated, to be honest. Uh, now, it's it just that to me threw me off a little bit. And when the guy's making as much money as he's making, and just and and we need and the Yankees need him to do what he's being paid to do and he has been putting together a little bit of mediocre starts recently you get a little concerned especially considering that Toronto and Boston are not going away anytime soon I do anticipate Boston getting even better next year or at least adding to a lineup next year I believe they're going to add to the lineup next year we're not going to get too into that now uh, Toronto is here to stay they're only getting beginning to, you know, they're only beginning once again to be a threat in the American League East. Uh, they'll be there for a while with the talent that they have in their lineup. So Garrett Cole, he was nibbling yesterday. He was throwing his all-speed pitches more than usually, or at least recently, he's been throwing his all-speed pitches like crazy. His, he loves his changeup now, which he gave up a home, three-run home run to Devers through two straight changeups. He threw Devers, and Devers smacked one out. To right field for a three-run shot in the sixth. Um, you know, something, something's up. Something's up with Garrett Cole, and it, and it stinks that it's at this time of the year. At least for Yankee fans, are concerned. And he had three walks yesterday, which is the second time in the last three starts that he's given up three walks. And in between those, in those three walk affairs, was a seven-run outing and a ten-hit, the most hits he's given up in any start this year, which was the last start against Cleveland. 10 hits, 7 and runs. So recently, he hasn't been great. Uh, Since that 15 strikeout performance, his innings pitched in each of his last four starts has been 3.2, 5, 5.2, and then 6 yesterday. And if you really look at his most previous starts, he really hasn't been getting deep overall. I mean, 3.1, 5, 5.1, 5.2. This is a guy early on was getting a lot of, well, at least averaging about seven innings a start, six point uh, two innings a start, I guess you can say, six and two thirds, six and one thirds, considering the math. Um, so something's up. I want to see how he how he goes going forward. Uh, his next start is going to be crucial, obviously, because it's going to come against either Toronto or it's going to come against uh, probably Tampa or Toronto, depending how they want to work out his his schedule going forward. But it's going to be a very crucial game, like every game is at this point of the year. So. I want to see what's going on. I know uh, it could have been just like, it's just a trend. He's a little rattled. A little con- he's a little in his head. He doesn't look too great. So I want to hear more about that going forward. And pay attention to Garrett Cole and what they say about him and how he is in his next start because something's up. Something's a little off. Uh, but as far as the Yankees are concerned, coming out early, swinging the bats late in the year. Yankees got that. When they play Boston late in the year, they swing the bats. I mean, when they play Boston in general, in Boston, they usually swing the bats, but they really brought out the bats yesterday. They gave Cole something he doesn't usually get, or most pitchers don't usually get when they're on the Yankees, is early run support, a 3 nothing lead in the first. Uh, guys came out, 
They started started up early. The Yankees had four guys yesterday have multiple hit games. Gardner, Torres, Stanton, Rizzo. And Torres, since he's been moved over to second base, is it a coincidence that he's been, hit, that he's been hitting a lot better? I mean, three hits yesterday with a nice home run to center field in the seventh inning, I believe. Uh, the pressure, I guess, has been lifted from playing short. Let's be honest, playing shortstop in Yankees. For the Yankees, is a huge hole or huge, um, huge shoes to fill, considering that Mr. Derek Jeter was there for many, many years. Uh, Didi Gregorius was doing a fine job, and they find a way to get rid of him or did not care to bring him back, which the circumstances you can understand with the injury, this and that, the Tommy John. But Torres gave it a shot. He's not been able to do it too well. He's too shaky defensively. Uh, second base, he's been playing better. Let's just keep that the Yankees should just keep him there for the you know foreseeable future. And at the end of the day, don't even move him. He's your second baseman in the future if you decide to keep him. And he looks more comfortable. He's hitting the ball with more authority, which was good because he was one of the guys with the lowest exit velocity in the league for most of the year, uh, which is not good considering that he was a big prospect. And he had 38 home runs. And, and then 24 his first year, and then 38 his second year. Two-time All-Star within his first two years. Yankee fans got spoiled early on. They thought they absolutely fleeced the trade. And recently, not too well. But but even more recently, pretty good. So at least they figured that out for the time being. Um, he looks more comfortable. So Yankees, huge win yesterday. Uh, and then, you know... They found a way to get it done. Now they're going to go on play game two against Boston today, which should be another interesting game. Every game is interesting. But now let's talk briefly about Chad Green because uh, I think it'd be unfair if we didn't. Chad Green has got a lot of work over the last three, four years with the Yankees. At least the last three years, Chad Green has been, it almost seems like every crucial or big or every big game or every tight, high leverage situation, Chad Green was used. And... Recently, or this year in general, he has not been very good. Uh, there is such a thing as tiring out. And like as they were alluding to yesterday, and I'm watching him thinking, he's not, loca- he's not locating his fastball. Doesn't seem that he has too much confidence in the slider. And even when he was sharp, he was still it was still a pitch that he was not... It wasn't an elite pitch. Or it wasn't an above average pitch at the time. It wasn't a, a pitch that was the most reliable pitch in... For in his arsenal, the slider. It was always something that seemed like he was tweaking, but when it was on, it was on. But when it was off, it was he was missing way outside, which is what he was doing yesterday. My feeling right now, first of all, I hope this isn't true, but if they keep, if he has some stressful outings going forward, forgive me, I hope this isn't true, but if there's one guy that's a candidate for a, a Tommy John surgery, God, I hope it's not Chad Green, because... He's put a lot of stress on his elbow. The Yankees have used him so much over the last couple seasons that I'm wondering if he has something going on internally or with his body because something is obviously not right with him. But my my feeling is that the Yankees should really consider focusing and zeroing, like working on him uh, in the sense that he should just work on his fastball. His fastball is 96-97. It's playing up more than I've seen in a little bit. Uh, he's, he's coming out blazing with the fastball, but he's not locating it. He's missing. And what the Yankees should do, if they're, however they 
they uh, attack these issues or problems, this set in the bullpen sessions, set up inside, set up outside, inside, outside, fastball only. He should be relegated to just fastball only because the ball has so much spin anyway that it's difficult to hit. And if he just can locate that, limit the amount of pitches he's throwing, limit the arsenal that he has, and keep it, which had always been only a couple pitches anyway, fastball slider. Right now, I would not even put the pressure on his elbow. I would not even put the pressure and allow him to throw sliders. He is such a good fastball that I would just focus on that. And, and, and I think going forward, Chad Green, the way he's very simple pitch, uh, his his windup is very, very simple. I think he would benefit tremendously from adding a slow curveball because he's got that over the top, just a simple leg lift straight through. Add a slow curveball to his repertoire, and I really think he can abandon that slider or use it even more, even less, even sparingly, even more sparingly because... I think that he would benefit tremendously from a slow breaking ball. And not a Jonathan Lewisica 86-87 mile per hour curveball where he gets it up to 88 at times. That's crazy. Chad Green should really limit it, slow it down, and drop an 80, low 80s curveball. He, to me, would be either, he would reinvent himself and he would, I believe, extend his career, extend his health even further. Because... These guys now snapping those fastballs, snapping those sliders and throwing these fastballs, max effort. Uh, I hope it doesn't catch up to him, but there are times when it does. So I hope he stays healthy. And I really think that the Yankees should consider limiting him right now, at least fastball only. Fastball only. Locate his fastball. There was a time when you can get away with that. Now I know now more than ever, these guys hit fastballs like you wouldn't believe because they're geared up for it which is why I think Garrett Cole in his start yesterday was hesitant to throw it because Boston crushes fastballs. And he also abandoned his knuckle curve. And Boston, according to these numbers, hits cur- hit curveballs really well. Has, has uh, also hit curveballs really well. So I didn't see many knuckle curves yesterday from uh, Cole, which is one of his signature pitches. He wasn't throwing it too often. He was throwing his changeup, which is what Devers took out for a home run. He's fell in love with that recently. So I think he's also learning on the fly, Cole. And I think as far as or adjusting on the fly, but I think Green should really consider, and the Yankees should really consider having being a fastball-only pitcher right now and working on a nice, slow breaking ball because he's got that perfect windup to do it. That's my theory. That's my theory. So that those are just my notes on the game yesterday. The Yankees came out, man. That was really good. That Stanton, Stanton three hits in Boston. Four RBIs. You want to you want to fall. You want the Yankee fans to continue to fall in love with you, or at least can you know you want to be in the good graces of the New York fans. Do that in Boston. Help them win. Help them beat Boston in these games that matter the most. So we'll see what happens going forward. We'll see what happens right now. The game has just started, but I think the Yankees are in a pretty good place uh, emotionally. I think I think the clubhouse is in a good place. And I did notice that Rough Nettle Door is back in the lineup. Something tells me he might do a little something today. It's amazing that a guy does not even get anything. And a pinch hit in appearance. Not even a pinch running appearance. Not even a defense. Well, he's not going to get enough defense. He's not the sharpest guy, in the, the sharpest defender in the, in, the, in the box. But I'll tell you one thing. I think it's pretty interesting to have him in there. Because LeMahieu hasn't really been that great recently. He's been consistent all year at being inconsistent, if that makes any sense. Or he's consistently inconsistent or inconsistently consistent. It's pretty interesting because he's been hovering around 260 to 270 all year. Nothing lower, nothing higher. I think he needs a well-timed break 
Odor maybe provides a little spark. See what happens there. Or continues to add to the feeling of the uh, the good feelings of the Yankees right now. Because obviously they feel pretty good. Uh, so we'll see. I'm assuming right now I haven't turned the TV on. But I'm assuming the Yankees. Uh, Boston has their uh, regular uniforms on. Because I rumor had it that they've been wearing those yellow uniforms. The City Connect uniforms. Because they've been riding a, a long winning streak. The seven game winning streak. So are they going to resort back to their regular unis? Which is pretty, and to me, I find the uniforms pretty cool. The City Connect is because it's completely different from their normal color scheme, which uh, I feel is pretty cool about uniforms. Go a completely different color scheme is, is cool to add to the arsenal. But enough uh, compliments towards Boston. Let's get this game on the way. You guys enjoy it. Those are my thoughts about yesterday's game. Well, let's check out today's game, and you will hope will help. We're going to hear more about what I feel after the game is completed. Uh, so, remember, I'll finish off with this. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying.